entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Hey, entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to talk about how you're going to start monetizing, believe it or not, the hidden profit centers in your business or service. Let me give you an idea of what inspired this particular episode. I was recently listening to a recording from a workshop where some of the uh, people were talking about how they found, um, for lack of a better word, previously undiscovered, untapped marketing opportunities. For example, one particular auto mechanic was approached by a non-directly competing vendor who, get this, he was willing to pay the uh, auto mechanic $50 for every car that the mechanic or you know someone in the company would look and find out which particular local radio station the radio dial was on if the car or the owner of the car or whoever was driving the car at the time had a local radio station on because obviously the vendor wanted to know where to put their local advertising dollars in terms of radio or uh, I'm sorry AM or FM radio if in fact the person was even listening to the radio now, this was kind of an interesting approach, but I'll tell you where I think it kind of falls flat. In my opinion, what this is ultimately going to do, and, and see if you can follow this logic, it's going to increase the vendor's uh, risk. And you say, well, how so, Mark? If they're going to zero in and find out which particular radio station, if any, because remember, they could be listening to a podcast, they could have something else going on, or they may not even have the, the radio on. But in the event that, you know, some of the cars clearly will have the radio on and it's either going to be on AM or FM and it's probably going to be on one particular station or another, you know, whatever is popular in that given area for that particular demographic. But stop and think about the second part of this formula. The vendor is going to take this information and make a decision on where to put their local advertising dollars in terms of local radio. Well, my friend, radio is outrageously expensive, especially if you're going to do prime time. Well, they're increasing their risk, in my opinion, because now they're putting money out. And the truth of the matter is they really don't have any idea whether or not the ads are going to be profitable. And you say, well, yeah, but Mark, isn't that part of business? Yeah, it is. But you and I can and definitely should minimize the risk as much as possible as often as you can. So you say, well, how might they do that in this given situation? Well, stop and think about it. If they're willing to invest to have, in this particular case, the auto mechanic shop look in the car, truck, or you know, SUV, whatever it is, and see if the, the, the uh, radio dial is set to any particular station, why not instead, you tell me what would happen if, if this were the case. You bring your car into a local mechanic, garage shop, that you already clearly have a relationship, right? More than likely you've been going there for years or at least months. And unbeknownst to you, 
there's a sealed envelope on the driver's seat and in big bold letters in parentheses that music legend Stevie Wonder could miss it says you definitely deserve this exclamation point now you tell me what you're gonna do with that envelope we both know it's gonna take a few nanoseconds for you to rip it open and see what's going on well inside the envelope are at least three things number one an extremely time-sensitive bounce-back offer to the auto mechanic shop they're making some kind of offer uh, 30 days 60 days 90 days whatever you bring the car back and they can do two things a if you spend over a hundred dollars you save X if you spend under a hundred dollars meaning you know on this return visit then you'll save a little less but here's the point the vendor themselves will also have an extremely time sensitive discounted offer and it'll be for first-time customers only. Let's say the vendor has a local place of business. In other words, they're not just 100% online. Then you know the next strategy, or you should, those of you veterans who've been listening to the show for a while, that's right. You're going to extend an extremely time-sensitive offer for them to drag their bestie or a neighbor, a relative, whoever, to the shop with them. And for doing so, the person who drags the person saves X up to you know a certain amount of money and you can price test and as long as the guest joins your opt-in email list before they leave your store they get a potential savings and obviously you want the person who's dragging them to enter your free drawing for a chance to win X so, you know if you have a service whatever the case may be now what you do is you pay the, the mechanic to start off with the same $50 or X you were going to pay on the front end anyway for every person that converts into a customer. And most likely, since there's a certain percentage, 10, 25, 30, 40, 50% of these people are going to drag somebody, if your inducement is sexy and attractive enough, and to do that, you probably need to know what your... Uh, TLC is total lifetime customer value metrics are. And if you're not familiar with that term, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to go to Google after you finish listening to this particular episode, and I want you to go to YouTube and put in what is total lifetime customer value. You watch a couple of videos, you read a couple of blog posts, and you should be good to go. But in any event, this dramatically lowers the reach, or excuse me, the risk for several reasons. First of all, nobody is going to be audacious enough, ladies and gentlemen to run one prime time radio or television ad. You may as well uh, put the money in your uh, chimney and light it on fire. They'd have to run these ads over and over and over. And statistics say it's going to be somewhere between a minimum, bare bones minimum of seven to a high of potentially 21, but usually on average about 12, what we call exposures. Some people call them touches. But the bottom line, each one of those exposures costs somebody money. It's outrageously expensive. This way here, it's almost like a pay-per-click business model. In other words, the vendor only pays the or compensates the auto mechanic for actual leads that convert to sales. And let's say X percent of them join your list and they don't initially pardon me, make a purchase. You're still building this all-important asset called your opt-in email list. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I was recently on a podcast as a guest. And the host, who also is going to start a uh, floral shop, 
she actually was curious she said mark do you have any ideas that i could at least consider about starting uh my floral shop you know uh without having you know having it to be front end uh capital uh investment intent and i said i sure do and just piggybacking off this concept of joint venturing or partnering if you will with this uh, local uh, mechanic shop I said to her I said if you already have a place where you your husband your boyfriend your son your uncle your brother uh, somebody goes to get their car service and it's you know non-franchised uh, independently owned auto shop auto you know auto repair shop I said why don't you do this for all the male customers of uh, the, the mechanic and including the mechanic and their current employees full or part-time we're talking about the guys here just for a minute we'll get to the ladies in a second but what you could do is I said you could take this uh, concept that I just mentioned here about uh, you know putting the uh, sealed envelope on the driver's seat that says you definitely deserve this and what she would do is allow these gentlemen to make their first purchase and save X you know just to get them as a, a customer and then try to get them on a continuity program where you know they might do their wife or their daughter or their mom's birthdays and you know if they're married wedding anniversaries or their living significant girlfriend or their you know girlfriend but they don't live together and I said you could get all of these touches where they might make five six purchases with you a year and you just call it your club you know your your floral or your sweethearts club or something but the point is you want to get these multiple purchases out of them and the way you ethically bribe them is by giving them a nice discount for that very first purchase and let's say and, and here's what's something kind of interesting let's say the uh, mechanic shop has uh, a split of a customer base of 70 30 meaning 70 percent men 30% women. So it's topsided toward the men. Well, you don't, in my opinion, just blow off the females. I said, in that case, what she could also do is make an arrangement, you know, ahead with, say, a uh, popular facial deluxe, women's facial deluxe treatment center. And in which case, I use this example a lot because it, it just seems to work. What the, basically the way it works is if the female comes by herself, and this is good only for first-time customers only. If she comes by herself, she'll save 10 or X percent off whatever the current retail price is of the facial uh, treatment that she'll be getting or whatever the, the service is. On the other hand, simply for dragging a friend who's at least 18, both ladies in this case would get the facial treatment. And let's say I'm just using numbers so to illustrate the concept a little better hopefully let's say the uh, normal retail price is $47 she comes along before the 10 or X day expiration date window expires which would be handwritten somewhere on the coupon uh, or date stamp uh, if it's $47 10% off would be $4.70 however simply for dragging a female friend who's at least 18 both ladies get this same $47 value for free, which makes it a $94 value, correct? Now, here's the point. The facial treatment center, or whoever the retailer is, has already done their math, so they know mathematically. Before one or both of those ladies get up out of that chair, they're each going to spend somewhere, or I should say invest, somewhere between 
75 and $400 each. And ladies, you know the kind of stuff that they'll be selling on the back end. But the point is, they're more than happy to get these women in the chair for free or close to nothing so that they can upsell them on the back end. And I said, in this case, she'd have this offer for the ladies. So 30% of this uh, uh, auto mechanics customer base, which is women, he would put the same envelope, but it would have this different offer in there. And of course, if she wants to buy flowers for her mom or her daughter or her, her uh, in-law or her bestie or whatever, she can do that as well. Now, here's the next point of this, because here's what I want you to think about, ladies. Now, first of all, I, I would bet dimes to donuts, 95 to 99% of the local auto mechanics aren't doing anything like this in terms of knowing that they have a potential asset, a resource, I'm sorry, they're not monetized, meaning they know what radio stations some of those cars are uh, and vehicles are uh, tuned into when a person brings it in and somebody's willing to invest in that information. So here's the first thing that I'm thinking the auto mechanic could do. They could turn around and find a vendor, non-directly competing, whose products or services they want to actually, A, get access to either for free or low cost, maybe initially for low cost or at cost, and then initially for free. And they want to be able to get this for themselves and all their current and future employees. And if possible, something for their secretary or, the, you know, this front desk person who's usually an attractive female. So that those people can start bringing word of mouth to the, the vendor's products or services. Now, here's the other thing from the vendor's standpoint. The vendor could run these numbers, meaning doing this uh, particular arrangement with the uh, auto mechanic service for a month or two, 30 to 60 days, 90 days to get a feel. And then here's what they could do. If they see that this is a much uh, far less expensive way to lead generate, get quality leads for literally pennies on the dollar. And remember the full long-term long back end is repeat uh, business, referrals, word of mouth and mouse, meaning these people could go on social media, do a Facebook Live and brag about, you know, whatever this product, the vendor, or whatever the service the vendor has. Or if they're a member of an association, think about it. They could make this vendor's uh, discount coupons available to their association and give it away as a bonus. If the people buy an ad in the annual directory, a minimum ad of spend of X, the members would get this. You know, the male members would get one thing and the female members would get another if, you know, that's what they need to do. But here's my point. Once the vendor knows these numbers and these metrics, they could make a flat offer of saying, hey, Every time you bring us X amount of customers, not X amount of business, X amount of first-time customers through the door in a 30-day period, we'll pay your lease on the garage for a month. Or if you don't reach a certain amount of customers, we'll pay you X per customer. Either way. Now stop and think about this. The auto mechanic shop could literally start supplementing what they have to pay by 25%, 50%, 75%, or 100% of it paid for them, in which case every customer that comes through the door now pretty much goes to the bottom line. Now, granted, you know, they got their expenses, employee, uh, 
benefits and salaries and or if they're paying them by the hour they've got the secretary but some of this additional profit they could take in paying a secretary more money or getting the secretary an assistant and in this case the not so much an assistant for the secretary but this person like maybe a, a college student who's studying marketing in school but they haven't graduated yet or maybe they recently graduated but don't have a full-time job yet they could do the email marketing for this auto mechanic so that when it's a slow period they could you know they, they'll write an email send it to the owner to let him or her approve it and then send it out to the list but not to everybody like let's say uh the auto mechanic starts offering a free drawing a thousand dollars worth of repairs that are good for an entire year from the moment uh they are selected as the first monthly grand prize winner for that month they have 12 months to use and it doesn't have to be a thousand dollars ladies and gentlemen i'm using a thousand because you want to have something sexy enough that their ideal prospects will leap at the chance to win it and therefore build the list so let's say they've got 1500 people on the list the auto mechanic uh you know the repair shop now they could send out in batches of 500 offers to people throughout the week like if they say it's going to be slow Thursday and Friday or if they have a calendar to try to book their calendar up for the week these are the type of things the auto mechanic could be doing on the back end and their major competitors are wondering how in the heck they're able to do this or here's the other thing the vendor could do to sweeten the pot for the uh, auto mechanic they could say listen here's what we'll do Every time we have unused credits, be it uh, local newspaper credits or radio ad credits, we'll run an ad for your shop. Now, if they place an ad in the throwaway guide, I don't know how much it would cost, depending on the different areas or whatever the case may be, this isn't costing the auto mechanic a nickel. So whatever business it generates, first-time customers, they're ahead. Because now they're working on the back end, meaning the repeat business, the uh, referrals, and maybe the video or audio or written testimonials, etc. The other thing they could do, the auto mechanic could do, is if they don't have a website, now some of them do, but not all of them. But let's say they don't have one. Instead of taking the $50 credit, they could take that money, save it up, and pay to have a state-of-the-art website built. That, of course, has a CTA, meaning that people need to call to set an appointment or uh, opt in to get a first-time customer discount coupon of X percent off. And again, they'll make it uh, tier-based, price tier-based. In other words, you spend under $100, you save X. You spend over $100, you save X plus. This would be a fabulous way for them to inexpensively grow their business. And this is a fabulous strategy long term for the vendor to dramatically lower their upfront capital and their overall risk. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you can see that. There's something else, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about, but I'm going to save that for it because it's kind of an offshoot, but I want to save that to another time. And here's the other thing, getting back to the floors real quick. And here's the other thing I point out to her. I said, she could also use this strategy with the uh, Deluxe Facial Treatment Center so she gets free free facials, both her and her staff. Because that facial treatment center works off uh, first-time customers and converting a certain percentage 
of them, pardon me, into long-term repeat customers. And if they can get these people in the door for literally nickels and pennies on the dollar, that means the back end is going to be that much more lucrative. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you got value out of this. Let's do a little housekeeping before you take off and invest in the rest of your day. And I sincerely hope you found a couple of strategies. Maybe when you play this back the second or third time when you get a chance, new ideas will jump out. That's the point. Here's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen. you got to remember this. You've got to start asking the magic question. Now, for those of you this is the first time you ever hear Mr. Marketing, uh, you're thinking, what are you talking about here, Mark, this magic question? I'm going to try it out on you because the veterans already know. Here's a, the magic question. And you only ask this question with vendors you currently have an established relationship. You don't use this on cold prospects. Here's what you say. Is it okay if I periodically refer you new business and customers? Ladies and gentlemen, 95 to 99% of the time when you ask that question to someone you already have a, an established relationship, you will get an emphatic yes on the front end. And here's your immediate follow-up question. And by the same token, as long as it doesn't take away from anything you currently have going on or will have going on in the not-so-distant future, are you okay with doing the same? You again, Once again, as long as they're not a complete stranger, you should get an emphatic yes on your follow-up back-end question as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's what I need you to do. First of all, if you got value out of this, please feel free to share this with any and everybody you know who is an aspiring entrepreneur or service provider, because I gladly accept referrals and I trust your judgment. Here's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen. If you happen to know of any uh, retail appliance uh, centers are independently owned now, non-franchise, independently uh, independent retail uh, jewelry store owners or any independent uh, furniture concern owners, I normally work with them on what's called a performance basis, meaning they will gladly compensate me 25% for every dollar I bring them that they clearly didn't have. Here's a chance for you to monetize that relationship because all I need you to do is be the go-between here. In other words, the broker, bring us together, introduce us. And any uh, revenue share arrangement I put together with them, I'll gladly cut you in 25%. I'm sorry, 50% of my 25%. That's what I was trying to say. Now, here's the other thing. If you happen to have a uh, podcast of any kind and it's entrepreneurial based and you're proactively looking for guests, if you think you and I would be a fit, in other words, my skills and expertise would be a fit for your audience, I trust your judgment. I love to be on your show, no matter how big or small your audience is. Please reach out to me via the contact page of my blog, you can work you I'm sorry you can market online now.com forward slash contact and in the subject line put guest podcasting opportunity tell me a little bit about your show why you think I might be a potential uh, good fit for your show send me a link if you have any uh, past podcasts and if you're just starting out that's fine here's the point I would love to come on your show and share some incredibly simple non-techie uh, potential cash generating strategies for your audience. Now, lastly, ladies and gentlemen, this is your long-term homework assignment. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to go to my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com. I want you to read at least three blog posts in three separate categories. If there's a video in there embedded, you know, in the uh, 
the post, especially if it's one of mine, I want you to watch one of my videos at least twice. And that's not from an egotistical standpoint. It's because the more you watch them, the more your creative marketing juices will start flowing. And down the road, you, you'll start getting new ideas, guaranteed. And here's the other thing. If there is a uh, podcast episode like this embedded in the blog uh, post, I want you to re pardon me, listen to it as well for the same reason. You get a ton of ideas both now and down the future, down the road. Now, here's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen. If you honestly can say after fulfilling that homework assignment, which you don't have to try to do it one day, by the way. If you honestly can say, Mark, I just didn't get any ideas out of, you know, I, I, I did. I took your advice. I read the blog post. I watched the video. It was one of yours. I watched it twice. And I listened to the podcast episode twice. And I just didn't get anything out. And that's a sure sign you and I simply are not compatible yet. And we may never be. Who knows? On the other hand, for those of you who I'm for and we're right for, you'll know it. In fact, you won't have to do that entire exercise in which case what you need to do is reach out to me again via contact page of my blog give me your area if you're located within the states give me your area code your phone number and uh, the time zone you're in and we'll set up a time we can get on zoom and do a 15 minute uh, strategy session if you're located outside of the US we can do a zoom we'll just have to get our time zones uh, coordinated and we'll do a 15-minute session on Zoom, Z-O-O-M.us. That's not an affiliate link of any kind. And ladies and gentlemen, just for the record, my current uh, retail marketing rates are just $250 now. You can do one and done if that best suits you. In my opinion, that is not the best way to maximize the potential services and the benefits I could be up to you. It's much more highly recommended that you do the three-month maintenance plan where you start off buying three hours at $250 each, $750. I throw in a bonus hour, which means this is a total $1,000 value for just $750, and we'll get you going. All the sessions are recorded via Zoom, and you'll get the link maybe you know two hours, three hours after we we're done. So on that note, entrepreneur, and, and ladies and gentlemen, please remember this. There's literally millions of men and women coming on the internet every day, some for the very first time or their second, third time, and they are desperately looking for this type of expertise. If you're not one of them, it's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, go to my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com. I have a free nine-page special report written for you that talks about this back-ending concept, but I also throw in a 22-part free sequential small business marketing mastery series. It's a $97 value. It's my special gift to you to say welcome to the inner circle, but if after you subscribe, for whatever reason you feel is honestly simply not for you, Please feel free to unsubscribe anytime you wish. Absolutely no hard feelings, and we can still be friends. Okay? On, the, on that note, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing. And yes, entrepreneur, I'm definitely looking forward to being with you again very soon with another exciting and potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Network.
And remember, entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts. 